0: Hey there, just wanted to drop in and let you know that we have rebranded our podcast. So if you hear the words The Alt HR Podcast, that was our previous name, which now has been changed to The Word Boss Podcast. Hi there, this is The alt HR Podcast, where we share best practices in HR, how we have been doing things different, answering your burning HR questions, and not forgetting some fun entertainment by HR horror stories. Today's episode is a recorded webinar hosted by Michelle, who is in the digital marketing team at Alt She's here to speak to Naluri's CEO and co-founder, Azran Osman Rani, on how to convert your workplace stress and anxiety into positive energy and performance. In this webinar, we'll be covering how the type of diet that one has can also affect their mental health and not just their physical health. So stay tuned, without further ado, let's get
1: started. Food also becomes very important. Because, um, you know, there's right types of nutrients, nutrients that we need to handle stress. Magnesium, for example, which you can get from spinach, you can get from almonds, pumpkin seeds, et cetera, are important in order to be able to control and manage the effects of cortisol, cortisol, the stress hormones in our body. Uh, Whether we have enough protein in our body, whether we have enough fiber becomes very important. But the trick about diet is this. It's incredibly unique because we're all genetically different. So I'm sure you've all heard about all the different kinds of diets and tips and all that. But guess what? What works for one person does not work for the other person because we're all genetically different. And to demonstrate that, I want to show you this actual real-life study of two people, person A and person B, right? And when they eat two two types of food, one is ice cream, the other one is white rice. Both of these are sugars or carbohydrates, right? And we want to watch the, the amount of blood glucose blood glucose in the body, right? So when blood glucose kind of spikes and crash often from eating sweet things or high-carbohydrate, starchy things, right, That's actually creates this susceptibility to stress, right, because it affects our stress hormones, it affects our hunger hormones, it affects, our, you know, a lot of our well-being when we have this spike and crash in blood glucose. The person A can eat ice cream and have no effect, but when he eats white rice, big spike and crash. But person B, when she eats ice cream, Big spike in fresh, but when she eats white rice, not a lot of difference. So we really need to tailor and understand what food types actually work with our body. And the last thing I want to share in terms of the effect on our body is, you know, a lot of people talk about stress hormones. The cortisol, the adrenaline, the norepinephrine, which makes your heart beating faster, your lungs to expand, your... um. Your muscles to be primed. And by the way, the other thing it does, it it narrows our vision because the body is trying to tell you, you have an immediate danger. I only want you to focus on that danger. It actually blocks away our ability to think clearly, to think strategically, to think long-term and to think creatively, right? So this is what what happens with stress hormones. But at the same time, our body is actually releasing another hormone that most people don't know or don't talk about which is the oxytocin hormone. This is a very interesting hormone because some people call it the love hormone or the cuddle hormone because it's about human bonding, right? So when a mother has a newborn baby, her body's flooded with oxytocin. You've got to create a special bond between mother and baby. And the reason for this is because we've evolved as a human species where social connections was our fundamental way of dealing with stress. Because remember, in the ancient times, right, the threats were the predator chasing after us, or there was like a harsh winter or terrible drought or all kinds of, uh, you know, pandemics. Oxytocin gets released because we're meant to be connected to one another. So we survived as a species by banding together and working on our problems together, right? And those who were detached from society, who end up being lonely, they were the ones who were not able to survive, right? And so what the body is saying is when we're under stress and anxiety, we need to connect with people in order to deal with it. If we find ourselves disconnected and lonely, that is when the body becomes much more vulnerable to the negative effects of stress and anxiety, right? And that is why, for example, the top performers in the world, whether it's Lewis Hamilton Uh, Usain Bolt, the Liverpool football team, or the New Zealand All Blacks all know that they need a whole support structure in order to deal with the extreme pressure and stress from top-level competition, right? And besides just the physical training that they go through or, you know, kind of the technical engineering parts about getting the car ready and the strategy of planning the race, they spend time with psychologists, performance psychologists, in order to get that mindset ready, right? So, if I've got a comp you know competitor breathing down me, how do I focus on my performance and not get distracted with the competition? And what research shows is when you work with a coach to focus on your um, you know dealing with all these mental stress and pressures, you're more likely three times more likely to succeed than being able to uh, handle uh, that on your own. So what exactly does a coach do? And I say this because any one of us can be supportive coaches. To our employees to our family members right because uh, there are three things that i want to share with you and and i do this because i've personally benefited from it right i have a number of coaches this is lance he's been i've been working with him for for the longest time he actually lives in in vancouver canada most of our coaching is done online but once a year we get together in vietnam for the ironman uh 70.3 vietnam race right but what what coaches do first and foremost is that they create a safe space to explore the issues and define the motivations to get off that bed and to take those first steps. Unfortunately, a lot of us have well-meaning friends and family members who actually don't give us the safe space to talk about our issues. They're too judgmental, right? They're quick to just say either, ah, snap out of it, or, you know, just do this, just go see my guy. He's gonna fix everything for you. They just wanna fix things, right? But the issues that we're dealing with today is not about fixing it in one day, right? We have to really understand what's going through our heads and we need someone who's going to listen to us, acknowledge and validate that what we're feeling is normal, it's real, and allow us to explain it. Because if I have to explain it to you, it helps clarify in my thoughts um, what is going through, right? And so the first thing that we can do to support our team members is to create the safe space Number one, acknowledge that whatever they're experiencing is a real experience and allow them the time without pressuring them to just talk about it without judging. Then once that you get through that stage, the next part is okay, now that we're in this situation, what are the things we can control and what are things we cannot control? Sometimes a lot of us feel like I have no control about the big things that are happening to me. Remember my accident, right? When I was lying in that hospital bed. I did not have any control over what's going to happen to my business, to my employees, to my family members, who's going to take care of them. And the only thing that my coach said is, well, what you can learn to control for today is to learn to scoot off that bed and start taking the first few steps, right? And I will be there with you. And every step, you make a little bit of progress, a little bit of progress, and a little bit of progress. And lastly, whatever progress you make, you will bound to get hit by roadblocks, setbacks, and obstacles that is normal nobody has a free ride with no pressure at all right and once what important role that a coach plays or a supportive friend or a boss is to help people think through options right if option a gets stuck what what are my options for option b option c option d a lot of times on our own the moment we hit a setback roadblock or obstacle that is where we give up right and especially for you know as we get deep into this we realize a lot of us for example um one of the biggest mindset blockers that we have are things like we look at things black and white right all or nothing it's either 100 percent or zero right so for example if um i'm trying to go on a diet and suddenly someone comes to the office with these nice gorgeous red velvet cupcakes with uh, you know fondant icing and all that and I'm like, oh i can't resist i eat one cupcake and i think oh my whole diet is ruined oh throw that diet away New diet starts tomorrow. Today, I'm just going to start eating everything again. Because we look at life as just if I fail once, that is it, right? So if I'm supposed to work out today and my boss makes me work late and I, you know, instead of one hour at the gym, I only have five minutes left, I'm not going to do it. And the more you skip, the more likely you're just not going to show up in the gym again, right? And so a lot of what we focus on as coaches is to help people realize that no matter what happens to us, it is not one zero. It's not game over but we always can think about what's plan B, what's plan C, what, we know, even if I've got only five minutes left, I can actually do a lot of exercises in only five minutes, but that gives me the momentum so that next time around I can carry on back on track instead of just missing so many sessions one after the other. And so lastly, just to kind of share with you, um, my whole experience has kind of helped me shape Nullery, which is to kind of create an online solution to get real professional help in a convenient manner because one of the challenges with healthcare today is it's so hard where do i go to ask a doctor to ask a psychologist a dietitian i've got to make an appointment i've got to get on this telemedicine platform i have to be there they have to be there at the same time that's very complex and it can be quite costly but imagine if you had your whole team of professionals to support and guide you, your psychologists to focus on your motivations and mindsets and resilience, your dietitians remember how to uh, how do I understand what foods work for me? Doctors, fitness coaches, financial planners, executive coaches, all conveniently available. We then feel we're no longer alone, right? We can start to feel our oxytocin hormones surging, getting us ready to deal with the stresses, anxieties, and pressures that we all face. So basically, guys. I wanted to thank you and I want to just let you know that no matter how challenging it is, you're not alone, right? And things are not black or white. No matter what those setbacks and obstacles are, there's always a way to learn to get back and to make those first few steps on your road to recovery. With that, thank you very much. I'm going to pass it back to Michelle and look forward to your questions, comments, feedback. Thank you, guys. And with that, We conclude part
0: 2 on how to convert your workplace stress and anxiety into positive energy and performance. In the last part of this recorded webinar, we'll be answering some of our audience's questions such as how to help an individual's mental health if they refuse to not open up about how they're feeling. So if you're interested, keep a lookout for that episode soon.